Today's gospel gives three parables, three images of God's compassionate love. But in the interest of time, assuming that the rest of you want to get home sometime today, we live here, so it doesn't matter to us. But in the interest of time, uh, I want to focus on the last parable, the parable of the prodigal son. It's without doubt one of the most famous of all Luke's parables. It's sometimes called the gospel within the gospel because it captures brilliantly the whole thrust of Luke's message, the hospitality of God for men and women. And it's easy to imagine ourselves as the prodigal son or daughter, welcomed home by our compassionate and loving God. And in fact, this is the standard interpretation that you get in homilies and in writings on the subject. It's called the parable of the prodigal son, but um, I'm wondering if the name really fits the story. If we read the parable as the story of how God's love reaches out to sinners, it, that is indeed the story of a prodigal son or daughter or brother or sister. But there are other ways to hear the parable that do not necessarily lead to the same conclusion as the title we give it suggests. It could also be addressed to people who readily accept God's forgiveness for themselves but are unable to be merciful and forgiving to the sinners in their own lives. This suggests that the title we gave, we give it, the prodigal son, is really a misnomer. It is, in fact, the parable of the unforgiving brother or sister or mother or father or daughter. A son with a normal relationship with his father would be eager to celebrate the return of a lost brother. But the older son is resentful. And one of the clues is he comes in from the field and he asks one of the servants what's going on. The Greek verb here is epunthanito. It is a middle imperfect tense. And it's important because it implies that he asks not one question, but he, he actually asks a series of questions. He interrogates the servant. It's important because he probably wants to know whether his younger brother has come back rich or broke. The motivation behind the question is not merely casual. If his brother is back because he's down on his luck, then he probably wants more money. He's already squandered half his inheritance, or his half of the inheritance, and now presumably he's back to claim the older brother's share as well. The father comes out of the house and begs the older boy to come into the party. And here again is another Greek verb. He, Luke says, he use, Luke uses the verb parakale, another imperfect verb meaning that he keeps calling him, keeps on calling him over an extended period of time, we would say that he begs him, he keeps begging him to come into the party. He calls him tekton, an informal term of endearment meaning my child, rather than the more formal huyos, son. The older brother refuses, if you notice, even to use his older brother's name. He calls him your son. There's real hatred here, simmering beneath the surface of this outwardly compliant older brother. And while the older brother is not an extremely attractive character, his reaction is not entirely 
unreasonable. The power of the story is that listeners can sometimes quite naturally tap into his resentment and righteous anger at a wayward sibling who squanders his piece of the pie and then shows up expecting more. And if we're in tune with our own reactions, we can recognize a hint of resistance toward those who receive favored treatment. Does the older son ever go into the party? We don't really know because all of the verbs Luke uses here are imperfect ones. They convey a sense of incompletion. But beyond the verb forms, the real question that the story provokes is, can we live with the kind of God portrayed in the parable? Is it possible to be part of a church where the broken members, the misfits, the troublemakers, the one who cause scandal and wreck harm are welcomed in this way, while the rest of us who walk the straight and narrow, the Sunday go to meeting people, feel put upon? Maybe we should call this the parable of the four prodigals. The prodigal son, the sinner who repents, the prodigal father who bestows lavish forgiveness on his hapless son, the prodigal elder son, a good boy who is simply not good enough, and the fourth prodigal are those of us who listen to the story.